At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of your Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us once again on the HHC. We are breaking down last year's roster player by player, giving you our notes on the season that was and trying to glimpse into the future for each and every guy. Today, we are focused on Terry Rozier, leading scorer for the Hornets in the 20. 2020-2021 season and one of the top players really in the Eastern Conference throughout the campaign. Helping me break him down, he is the Director of Player Programs for the Charlotte Hornets, Matt Carroll, back with us again here on the HHC. Matt, welcome back, and this is one I'm sure a lot of fans were looking forward to hearing, breaking down the season of Terry Rogier. <laughs> this is a fun one. There's not a lot of breaking down with Terry Rozier because it was all pretty awesome most of the year. I would agree. His career has really been an interesting evolution. You know, He starts off as a first-round pick, a solid one, and becomes a rotational player for the Celtics, but never really gets the opportunity to be a full-time starter and a real leading man for a team. His first year in Charlotte, he gives us a glimpse of what he can do production-wise, 18 points per game. This most recent season, though, he steps it up a notch, joining that group of guys who have been a 20-point-per-game scorer in the NBA, but does so on a team that made the postseason. How would you evaluate this year for Terry? Well, I think, first of all, Terry Rozier... When we signed him, and that was largely due because we lost Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker goes to Boston. And I think at the time in Charlotte, you know, Kemba coming off all-star season, and you're thinking, how do we replace Kemba Walker? As a Hornets fan, you're thinking, like, you know, I I don't know. I don't know if I like this, right? You know, Terry Rozier is young. He's talented. But obviously, didn't know what he was capable of, right? So I think you got to give, you know, Miss Kupchak and Buzz Peterson and Michael Jordan a lot of credit for signing Terry Rozier and having the foresight that this guy is a stud and he's a star. And I think he's exceeded expectation for, for most people, right? I don't know if everyone saw him having the season that he had this year, but the first part of this season when he came into camp, and obviously it was interesting with COVID and starting late and all that, and it, it was challenging. I can go back to when I was playing during the lockout year, you know, around 10 years ago. And, you know, you're on your own and you're thinking, how do you stay in great shape? There's no games. The season got pushed back multiple months. So you got to be really disciplined. And I think the first thing we noticed when Terry came back to training camp was, man, he, he looks good. He's ready. He's in great shape, number one. So you can tell he's taking care of his body. He's been working hard. He's been disciplined. It's good diet. All that stuff that you got to do to be a great pro. And he did it, you know, so it showed kind of the professionalism, seriousness he had about coming into this season. And he really turned it up and used the extra time to improve and get better. And when the season started, he just took off. I mean, it was a season where he started hot and he stayed hot the entire 
season, start to finish, the most impressive player from start to finish by, one, staying healthy, and two, just putting up incredible numbers, averaging over 20 points a game. When you're evaluating just how good he was, because statistically he's up there as one of the top 30 to 50 players. You know, I don't know how many guys are averaging 20 points per game off the top of my head, but it's an elite class. He's an elite company in the NBA. Do you evaluate him, though, based off just strictly statistically what he was able to do or the fact that he helped push this team into a postseason spot, even without a consistent second person to run with. Gordon Hayward was fantastic when he was healthy and available, but as we all know, he missed about 40% of the season. I evaluate him, obviously his numbers, but you can compare those numbers to other great players in the NBA. But what really caught my eye this season was late game Terry time. Terry Rozier in the fourth quarter this season was absolutely amazing. He was dominant. He wanted the ball. He was the guy that could single-handedly take over games and almost win games himself in those fourth quarters when the team needed him, you know? And it was like, hey, he's rolling. Give him the rock. Let him shoot it. Let him take over. It was Terry time. And it wasn't like he did it one game or two games. There were several games this season when Terry Rozier put the team on his back and said, I got this, fellas. Just ride with me. And he brought him along and made big shot after big shot to lead the Hornets to victory. One part of his development as a star that I really appreciate was actually a play that didn't work, but it stands out in my mind. To your point, clutch time became Terry time for the Hornets. And especially when Gordon Hayward was hurt, a lot of teams focused in on Terry Rozier. The second to last game, though, of the season in New York, there was that clutch time situation down the stretch. Terry Rozier had the ball, chance to win the game. He starts his drive and sees the lane open up, not for a shot, but for a pass. And it ended up being a swing-swing play. Devontae Graham got a wide-open look to try and win the game or tie the game in overtime. Didn't happen to go down on that particular play, but I thought it really showed something about Terry Rozier. It's not just his clutch ability to make the shot when it's there. It's to pass it up when it's not there or to find someone who's got a better look. And that level of unselfishness was something that really defined the Hornets when they were playing their best basketball. And I think even though that play didn't work out, it really shows what kind of player Terry is and why he's the kind of guy that fits well with this Hornets team and really allowed them to play their best basketball. Well, I think that's a big moment. I think that shows you two things. One, that he's the ultimate competitor. You could see on his face during games how badly Terry Rozier wanted to win. You know, he is just a fierce competitor. And I think the second thing it shows is maturity. You know, his game growing in front of our eyes where it's hard to turn it off. If you're the scorer and your job to be in there getting buckets, to turn the switch and think, all right, now I'm going to set some guys up or make the right play. When you were scoring the ball as good as he did this season, that's not easy. And to have recognition, to be able to pass shots up, maybe when you could have taken it, but passed a good shot up or a great shot. I mean, that's what people talk about, you know, LeBron James. You know, he's a willing passer. He's unselfish. But getting that into your game, improving, learning that, developing that skill, that mindset uh, was a big step for Terry Rozier. We're going to hear from Terry momentarily, but before we talk to the Hornets' leading scorer from this past season, Matt, your favorite moment or game from Terry Rozier this past season? Oh, I mean, there were so many, Sam, but the one that sticks in my head is the Golden State Warriors game, a game that I don't think we should have won, but thanks to a guy by the name of Draymond Green, (laughs) who lost his cool, he helped us by giving us a couple free throws. And Terry knocked those down, and then to get the ball back and at the buzzer in the corner, 
was just incredible. Gordon Hayward will inbound, gives to Rozier. 34 points today. He'll hold for the final shot. Clock down to four seconds. Rozier crosses over to his left. Around his screen. Fade away three at the buzzer. Got it! Got it! Terry Rozier beats the buzzer, and the Hornets have won! I wish it was a packed house in the arena, but during the COVID year, it wasn't. But I'll tell you what, I jumped out of my seat, and I was excited. So that shot was truly incredible. We will hear next from Terry Rozier, see if that's his favorite moment from this past season. Terry Rozier joins us next here on the Hornets Hivecast. Be sure to check out the Hornets Fan Shop at Spectrum Center, now open Thursday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Check out all the newest Hornets gear or grab a new pair of J's. It's an easy trip on the light rail, or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 at HornetsFanShop.com. Sam Farber and Matt Carroll here with you on the HHC, and now let's welcome in the man himself, Terry Rozier. Terry, thank you so much for taking the time today. Thanks for having me. You end up finishing top five in the entire NBA in made threes this past season. Highs for points, field goal percentage, and ultimately we were not just the leading scorer on an NBA team, but one that made the postseason. What was the key to you taking that next step in your career from being a a big scorer on an NBA team to being one on a team that was winning something? Just the opportunity presented to me, you know. All the praise go, well, a lot of praise go to, you know, my coaches and teammates for just allowing me to be me and, and helping me, you know, just get better and just, you know, just keep learning as I go. But, uh, you know, it's been a fun season and, you know, just want to keep growing from here. A lot to pick from, I'm sure, because you were pretty much making highlights and big plays from day one of the season. But what was your favorite moment as you look back on the 2020-2021 campaign? Probably favorite moment is, uh, you know, is when we played Timberwolves here. I think I have 41 or something like that. But just it just lets you know how the whole season was. I think we got in the building with like 40 or 50 on the clock or something. It was a whole weird day, and we grind that whole day out, and we won. And, you know, I had a big game. But it just lets you know what type of season we've been going through. You know, it haven't been, haven't been pretty, but, you know, you just make it work for something that you love. Rozier on the left wing with 90 seconds left. Step back three. Let's it fly. Got it again. Terry Rozier, yet another Lowe's drilling threes bucket. 37 for Scary Terry's heating up. You had some game winners. You had some big dunks. If there was one specific play. It's already on poster. It's already on poster. And, uh, you know, it's just it's just respected him because, you know, it's just somebody that we all watched growing up. And, uh, you know, the whole household, you know, love KD. So when I got to dunk him, now they're going to be able to see KD a lot. <laughs> just on the poster. Kyrie Irving wanted a foul, missed the three. It's an air ball ahead of the pack. And Terry Rozier throws it down over Kevin Durant, plus the foul. Oh, my goodness. It's been a unique season with COVID-19 protocols, health and safety protocols. What's one piece of this NBA season under the pandemic that you'll be glad to be rid of, hopefully, next season? The late night testing, coming back to test, irritating. Uh, you know, just to come be in the building and practice, leave and go home to relax. And then, like, when it's around 5, 7, around that time, coming back to test, I just hope we get rid of that. What's one thing that you might actually want to bring along? Because, you know, sometimes necessity is the mother of invention and, you know, being forced to do things differently and maybe opens your eyes to a different way to approach things. So is there anything from the protocols this year that you'd like to keep, even if COVID-19 hopefully is gone? No, I mean, I guess a daily checkup is fine that we've been doing, but no, I wouldn't say nothing really. Not that I can think of top of my head that I'll take with me. Maybe maybe just peace of mind that you know you know every day you don't have COVID. Facts, facts. 
but just probably that. That's fine. You've already said publicly that this is going to be a big offseason for you. You want to make sure that, you know, when defenses are keyed in on you like they did most of the second half, that they can't take you away. What aspect of your game offensively is that centered on? Is it shooting, driving, passing, everything? It's passing and definitely shooting from far out. You know, watching guys, you know, like we take Bradley Bill for, uh, like, when teams key in on him and, you know, they bring they bring two guys to the ball. Sometimes he go off screens. He always look for his guys early, and then it opened up for him for the rest of the game. You know, so just taking things like that and just seeing how I can apply that to my game and how can I keep getting better this summer. And, you know, I'm looking forward to it. This is the fun part. This is what I love. I'm really, you know, Jim Crazy, really a sponge on how I can get better, me and my trainer. We're real close, and you know we like brothers. So this is going to be exciting, and, and I promise to to the people, it's only going to get better from here. Uh, what you've seen this year is, is just a test, and uh, it's it's only going to go up. We're looking forward to seeing the future, Terry. Thanks so much for a great season and your time today. Thanks for having me. More to come in just a moment here on the Hornets Hivecast. Hornets fans, the buzz is building. For season ticket packages for the 2021-2022 season, call 704-HORNETS or visit hornets.com to chat live with a season ticket representative. Lock in your price today. Our thanks again to Terry Rozier for joining us here today on the Hornets Hivecast. Sam Farber and Hornets Director of Player Programs, Matt Carroll, back with you here on the HHC. And Matt, Terry electing to go with the dunk over KD as his signature moment from this past season. Well, I, I, I can understand it, but I really can't because I never had a dunk like that. So I don't really know what that feels like. So I've hit a couple threes, but the dunk he had was, was spectacular. And I remember that moment. I think more vividly, I remember seeing the dunk in a picture the next day and saying to Terry, said, man, that better be not be in like your basement area. That better be in the in the bedroom, man. That, is, that, that was sweet. That was something special. So I think anytime you catch a player like Kevin Durant, that is a special moment. And not many guys can say or have a picture to say they did that. Well, and it's a significant play for me as a as a play by play broadcaster because I kind of took a little bite from Terry. I'll be a backstory for me. One of my great mentors and one of my favorite broadcasters of all time is Ralph Lawler, who was the legendary voice of the L.A. Clippers for a long time, and his signature call on three point shots was bingo, and he derived that from a former player way back at the start of his career, Bobby Bingo Smith, who was a big three-point shooter in his era, so you know, whenever he would make one, he'd say bingo, and Ralph just kind of kept it going, so that, that became part of his call, and talking to Terry after that dunk and hearing some of his interviews, he kept using the phrase, gotta get framed, and so that became part of my call for when players would dunk on top of other guys for the Hornets, gotta get framed is because part of my vernacular so we'll see if it lasts as long in my career as it did for Ralph but thank you to Terry Rozier both for the play and for the term moving forward for all these Hornets broadcasts in terms of moving forward for Terry Rozier we talked about it with some other players Matt you know the the question for a lot of guys is not just can you establish yourself as a starter or a star on an NBA team but can you do it on a winning one on a playoff one on a championship contending one and as great as Terry Rozier was this past year, I think that question is still up 
for a debate because the team just hasn't been in the position just yet. So we know what the team was able to do when Gordon Hayward was healthy. I think the question I'll put to you is, do you see Terry Rozier taking that next step, this team taking that next step to being one that not just gets into the postseason, but lasts a little bit longer than the one game they did this past year? I really do, because you look at the progression that Terry Rozier made going into this season and what he had this season, he's only going to get better. You know, he's still young. He's still in the prime of his career, extremely athletic. He's been healthy. I mean, he has so much going for him that I think this year is just going to be the stepping stone for him to reach even higher and accomplish more. And, you know, if I'm Terry Rozier, I'm thinking next year I'm going to be an all-star. You know, I think that's the mentality going in to keep building on what he's done and the progression he's made. So I think, yeah, 100% I think that. And when you look at his splits or how he was able to play month to month, week to week, you know, his numbers didn't dip throughout. He played really well when Gordon Hayward was healthy. He played really well when he was kind of the the lone guy out there when both Gordon and LaMelo Ball were hurt. We didn't see a huge jump in terms of points per game or a big drop-off for him. I think that bodes really well for how productive he will be. He, he's not just scoring a lot because he got exponentially more shot attempts in April when the team was so banged up. He was scoring 23 points per game in February when the team was as healthy as it was all season. Yeah, I think that's a great indicator. I think it's extremely impressive that there was no drop-off. And, and a lot of players, you know, a lot of it depends on situational and who's in a game with you, who compliments you. But to think that he's still did the same production with Gordon Hayward, one of the best players, or without him, that says a lot. So I think that was really impressive that there was no drop-off. February was possibly the team's best month out there. They had some of those iconic wins. And yeah, you know, Gordon Hayward missed a game or two here and there. But for the most part, he was out there the whole time. Terry Rozier, the best ability at times is availability. He played 69 games out of a 72-game season. Definitely one of the Iron Men for this Hornets squad. And uh, no doubt in my mind, they wouldn't have taken that jump that they did back into the postseason for the first time in five years without the exploits of Terry Rozier. Matt, thanks so much again for joining us here on this edition of the Hornets Hivecast. It's fun to talk about Terry, but I have a feeling the best is yet to come. I agree. Sounds good, Sam. Thanks. And our thanks to all of you for tuning in as well. We'll have more player profiles as we roll along this offseason here on the Hornets Hivecast. Thanks for listening to the Hornets Hivecast. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.